970 WAMD Aberdeen, and this is the Hartford Edge, keeping you on the cutting edge of what's new in Hartford County and beyond. I'm co-host Jennifer Button from the Hartford County Public Library, and that is Bob Mumby. The Hartford Edge is brought to you each week by your Hartford County Public Library. Today we'll be speaking with Susan Burdett, Mayor of the Town of Bel Air, and Craig Ward, President of the Board of Directors of the Bel Air Downtown Alliance. We'll be covering the Maryland Barbecue Bash and the lineup of other amazing events that the town has in store for us. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, Jennifer. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you today? Good. Good. I've um, only one thing to complain about. Two things to complain about. We do a little complaint session at the beginning. Getting you surprised, right? Um, first of all, I have to complain about myself. This morning I got in the car. I'm in the driveway. I returned two calls, and I had... You know my the, the ear plug in and the microphone and i was on the phone with someone and they asked me for someone's number so i proceeded to look for my phone in the car for five minutes the phone that i was on <laughs> is that bad <laughs> And Munda Gripe, we have a courtesy project too here, and we, with full acknowledgement that we're not perfect and we violate these things. But if you are behind me in a line, at the bank, at the movies, anywhere, and the person in front of me moves forward six inches, and you, you stand behind me as close as like Earl Weaver arguing with an umpire, mm -hmm. I will intentionally stand still until the gap is about five feet, just to annoy you. <laughs> That's not a natural move, Bob. <laughs> Nature tells you to back off when somebody's doing that. But it's, yeah. it's like elevator people. It's a whole elevator. Why stand next to me? All righty. Well, let's, um, I'm glad you folks are here because we, I, we have about 50 things we want to talk to you about. All the great stuff going on in Bel Air. Uh, but um, I'm also glad you're here because you're going to help us with the uh, help me with the trivia questions, which seem to be getting harder and harder each week. Um, I mean, I do enjoy stumping you. I'm not. I'm not going to lie. Okay. So we'll see how we do this week. Okay. Uh, let's start with music, since that's your favorite. And also, is, it's we great. have a guy. Right. Well, he's, he's a music guy. By the way, he is. He has a concert business as one of his albums, and his partner is. I heard is one of the. Smartest, nicest guys in the county. <laughs> Anyone we know? The Slate Ridge Entertainment <laughs> is the shameless plug. He's pretty smart. I don't know about the nice part. <laughs> All righty. All right. Pick on Bob Day. Um, in what year did Paul McCartney announce he was quitting the Beatles? Ooh. Was that 69? 69 or 70? Well, pick one. 70. It is 70. Okay. Well done. Great. And my brother remembers in the mid-70s in the record store, remember when they used to have them, uh, two teenage girls, teenage boys looking at a Wings album, and one saying, my 
older brother told me that Paul McCartney was in another band before Wings. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, who won the Nobel Prize for Literature in 2016? That was uh, Bob Dylan. It was Bob Dylan. Oh, excellent. Oh, I was never going to get that. Yes. And if you haven't, uh, I just read the uh, the article that he wrote talking about you know, his response to having won the Nobel Prize and why someone would choose him and his writings and his poetry and his lyrics. You know, it was an amazing interview, so I definitely recommend reading that. I'm going to write that down. His, his song, <laughs> Visions of Johanna, was voted the best poem of the 20th century. Wow. Might have been voted on by Bob Dylan and his <laughs> wife. <but no. laughs> okay. Um, Good one, Mr. Ward. What are the names of the two actors who, whose characters get stuck traveling together in the movie Trains, Planes, and Automobiles? John Candy. Yes. Steve Martin. Yes. Did you ever see that? I did. That's a very, I did. very funny movie. I did. I'm surprised I could, yeah. That their when they wake me. up in the hotel room <laughs> is one of my favorites. They start talking about sports. <laughs> Those orange pillows. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, in 1893, which country became the first to give women the right to vote? I know that. Do you? New Zealand. Yes. Good job. Are you sure you didn't see these questions? No, oh, but I, I did. I did cheat because one of the things we do as part of trivia is a little knowledge thing. Uh huh. And I, we often do things that happen on this day. And I saw that, uh, um, what was her name? A woman from the United States delivered twenty-five thousand signatures to um, Wellington. Um, she took a steamship. Twenty-five thousand signatures from uh, American women which at the time was, it was some huge, huge percentage of whatever the population was, uh, but she delivered 25,000 signatures on a petition to the government of New Zealand um, wow. to have this passed. Wow. That's a huge Very amount cool. for that time. That is. That, that's amazing. To look up and find out what her name was. Um, I will. Good. See, but I, I, I cheated because I do have some other things that happened it's today. Not, um, I mean, it's not cheating. It's trivia. No. No, I didn't. I didn't. Um, okay. All right. Um, which planet has the most moons? I think it's Jupiter. I'll second that. It is Jupiter. 67 moons, according to NASA. Wow. Really? Yeah. yeah. They found <clears> another <throat> large group in 2011 that they... I, I, I just learned a, a little trivia about Jupiter recently. You know the spot that's yes. on Jupiter? Yeah. It's actually a storm. Mm -hmm. I oh. never knew, knew that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a storm of gases. Really? Mm -hmm. And this one would... of the most important things, I'm going to, I have to share something here. Okay. One of the most important things I've ever learned, I learned from reading um, a detective novel. Uh, John McDonald is one of my favorite authors. It's a, it's a little. It's tra the Travis McGee series. It's a little pulpy, but it's really brilliant writing. And um, he also wrote um, Cape Fear and, and a few others uh, like that. But um, they were talk he was talking with a sheriff in this backwoods county in Florida, and they were talking about why someone was doing something. 
And the sheriff said, well, look for Pluto. And the detective, Travis, said, what do you mean? He said, they didn't see Pluto in 1927 when they discovered it. Uh, but they knew it was there because the other bodies that were going by it, their trajectory was bending a little bit based upon its gravitational pull. So they knew it was there, even though they didn't see it. So the sheriff was saying, there's always a Pluto that's making someone do something. And it was very educational. Look for the Pluto. Um, here's one that shocked me. What soda was originally developed as a mixer for whiskey? Um, 7-Up. Close, but no. Ginger ale. No. Sprite. No. Club soda. No. <laughs> Mountain Dew. Really? Would you want to mix Mountain Dew? Uh, with I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, that one got me. Yeah. Um, where is the lowest point on dry land on the Earth located? The lowest? The lowest point on dry land on Earth. It's not Death Valley, is it? No. But you're on the right track. Grand it's, a body of, it's it's technically it's a body of water, but it's the Dead Sea. Oh. oh. I felt like that was a trick question because it says on land. Yeah. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Um, in Russia, a woman's last name usually ends in what letter? A. Yes. Arena. Svetskaya. I just made that up. <laughs> People are pretty amazing. I, I, he Martina. said that he has a hard time with these, I but I find I don't believe that. I know. This is why I try to stump him, Susan. <laughs> I'm going to come up with some for you. Yes, I have one for the three really of you, and you have to answer quickly or not. Name the only state in the 50 states that ends in the letter K. And it's within... 150 miles of here. I'll ask this in that state constantly, oh. and no one gets it. New York. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good job. <laughs> oh my gosh, I, I'm thinking of all the words with K, all the states with K in yeah. them, and then trying to eliminate the. Yeah, I was going to say Kentucky. That's a weird. <laughs> in a mirror, it, uh, it ends in K. Uh, all right, I've got one more for you. Okay. Which team won the National Football League's first Super Bowl? Um, oh, Green Bay Packers. Did. Yes. Do you know who they played? Um, they play the Kansas Chiefs? City Chiefs. Yeah. They did. Hank you know Stram. Hank Stram, Ed Podolak. Mm -hmm. um, who was the quarterback? Len Dawson? Len Dawson, number 16. Mm -hmm. Otis Taylor. Willie Lanier, linebacker. See, I knew you'd get one about football. <laughs> well, well not all I should have had a phone call. I would have called my son Alex. He would have had that for sure. My wife always said she she always wonders what important information is being crowded out of my brain by minutia. <laughs> okay. Uh, so continue with a little bit of education. Um, uh, and then we'll uh, jump to um, some qu some quick news. 1866, the first Atlantic Telegraph cable was successfully laid, 1,686 miles, which is mind-boggling for 1866. Mm -hmm. um, how long ago, Bob Hope died, 
how long ago, which shocked me, and how old was he when he died? I would guess he had to be at least in his 80s. Wrong number of digits. <clears throat> Wrong number. He was over 100. He was 100. <gasps> wow. Oh, wow. Yes. Leslie, Leslie Towns Hope. Uh, 2003. Doesn't it feel like he just died about five years ago? Now, of course, it looked like he died earlier when he was in those Kmart commercials. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They had him on one of those stand-up hand trucks like Hannibal Lecter. (laughs) Like Weekend at Bernie's or something. Um, This is interesting and shows us how little spoiled we might be. In 1943, on this day, the president FDR announced the end of coffee rationing. I know some people that would have revolted. (laughs) And in 1938, uh, Beatrix Potter, oh no, in 1866, Beatrix Potter was born. Um, She died in 1938. And Peter Jennings turned 79 today, which is surprising. That's all. That's all the education we can handle today. Thanks for sharing, Bob. Oh, my pleasure. Um, we'll do some quick news, and then we'll get to a break, because we have lots to talk about with Susan and Craig. Uh, first of all, uh, congrats to Chase Kalish, um, who's a Hartford County boy. He won the uh, World Championship yesterday in the men's 200-meter uh, individual medley. That's like 14 times in a row an American... Uh, swimmer has won it. Does does anyone know Chase? They say is from Bel Air, and he's a member of the North Aquatic North Baltimore Aquatic Club, where um, Michael Phelps and so many. Um, I wasn't aware, but the, in all the news reports, is saying he's he's a Bel Air boy. He is, and and we try to. Um have him come to a town meeting and give him an award but i believe he does his family now lives in bel-air but he's moved moved out okay uh, i think he's he was in another state but i'm not sure if it was for schooling or what but de- he definitely is i don't know what what is it with these maryland swimmers um, i know we I have know. katie ledecky who is might be the best swimmer ever um at, at, at distance certainly uh the guy um with the Big feet and long legs, uh, Michael Phelps, um, and uh, Chase Kalish, and we have ice skaters too. Right, can we? I, I know we. If I think if we pull all our athletes together, we have a, some that are have done really great in the Special Olympics, and they're from Harford County. So oh, that's I, heard, great. I heard Maryland. If it, if Maryland were a country, it would have been like the second or third most gold medals of any country in the world. Gosh. Really? Let's look into that. There must be something in our water. And uh, hats off to um, to Officer uh, Crystal Griner. Um, she was a special agent of the Capitol Police who lives in Gwin Oak, uh, Maryland, um, and uh, Howard County uh, woman. Um, uh, she responded to the shooting at the baseball practice where Steve's, Congressman Steve Scalise and three others were shot. And um, the gunman was heavily armed. And there, there are those that are saying that she may have saved 10 people's lives. And she received the Medal of Valor yes, yesterday. Our first responders all deserve that. But it's 
great to, to recognize someone who really, who when called upon, um, I can't imagine the, the, the composure and the, the focus it must take in that kind of situation. And the reaction, she reacted so quickly from what I heard. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. So hats <laughs> off to, uh, to um, Officer uh, Griner, and thank you. Um, okay, we're going to um, we're going to take the break now, so we can get to the interviews. If we have time at the end for more news, we will. But we have lots of questions for these folks. Okay, so we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll be talking with Susan Burdett, Mayor of the Town of Bel Air, and Craig Ward, President of the Board of Directors of the Bel Air Downtown Alliance. Help your child build a better world with Harford County Public Library Summer Reading Challenge. Studies show that children who participate in public library summer reading programs score higher on reading achievement tests at the beginning of the new school year. Experience less summer reading loss and begin the new school year with more confidence. The Hartford County Public Library Summer Reading Program, designed from children from birth through high school, will ignite your child's imagination and inspire a lifetime love of reading. Register now at hcplonline.org or any Hartford County Public Library branch. Each registered reader will receive a commemorative tote bag filled with Summer Reading Challenge sponsors information and coupons. Upon completion of the Summer Reading Program, all children will receive a certificate of completion and a special gift plus a ticket voucher for an Aberdeen Iron Birds game on August 8th or 24th. For more information and to check out all the special events happening at your library throughout the summer, go to hcplonline.org or pick up a copy of the headlines and happening at any of the library's 13 branches. Help your child build a better world with Harford County Public Library's Summer Reading Challenge. Harford County Public Library Foundation 13th Annual Gala, La La Library, and Evening in the Stacks will be held Saturday, November 4th at 7 p.m. at the Abington Library. Tickets will go on sale Monday, August 14th at 11.04 a.m. at eveninginthestacks.org. The Gala, Harford County Public Library Foundation's signature event, welcomes more than 600 guests each year and features an extensive menu of hors d'oeuvres and drinks, entertainment by mood swings, a live and silent auction. This year's theme, La La Library, focuses on the timeless and classic old Hollywood song and dance days. Sponsorships, which include tickets to the gala, are available starting at just $750. To purchase a sponsorship, contact Nina Depkin at D-E-P-K-I-N-N at hcplonline.org. Proceeds from the event will support a wide range of programs and resources, including new technologies, community outreach, and stream programs an innovative new space, and collections that will offer customers of all ages the opportunity to explore, create, discuss, and learn. For more information about Lala Library, visit eveninginthestacks.org. Welcome back. I'm co-host Jennifer Button from the Hartford County Public Library, and that is Bob Mumby, and this is the Hartford Edge. We're delighted to have Susan Burdett, Mayor of the Town of Bel Air, and Craig Ward, President of the Board of Directors of the Bel Air Downtown Alliance, in the studio with us. As usual, the Bel Air folks have some great things in store for us, and we can't wait to hear about them. Welcome, Susan and Craig. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you, Jennifer. That was easy for you to say, Jennifer. I, I slowed down and took my time <laughs> with that tongue twister. <laughs> Jennifer turned that one into a tongue twister. Uh, welcome, folks. And uh, first of all, thank you uh, from all of us for what you always have in store for us in Bel Air. Um, Susan. Yes. Ohm Burdett. Yes. 
Ulm is a, is a, a yes. town in Germany, is it not? Yes, and you pronounced it perfectly. It, it's such a short name, and people have a terrible time with it. So, thank, perfect. Yeah, I, I mean, well, I remember skiing. My brother and I used to ski in Austria, and um, there was always there was a group we met two, two years in a row who were from Ulm. Oh, so, yeah, that's a beautiful uh, cathedral there. I, I have a plate with a picture of the. Okay. Um, and so uh, you're uh, the mayor of the town of Bel Air. You've been mayor since 2015. You've been a town commissioner since 2011. You live in Bel Air. You were born in 1978. Yeah. Here. <laughs> um, tell us. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> tell us some more about yourself. How'd you get here? Were you a Harford County born and raised? And no, actually, I was born and raised in Salisbury, Maryland which is very much like the town of Bel Air. And I moved up to Baltimore in, when I was in 12th grade. And um, my father was um, senior vice president of First National Bank there, and then he was, he was transferred to um, Baltimore. And Hartford County was one of his regions, and he worked on Office Street in Bel Air. And I, in fact, I used to go and meet him for lunch when I was in college. I would sometimes come to Bel Air and, and sit in that window on Office Street and look out on the street waiting for him to go to lunch. So he met Rowena Farney, who was the director of the library at that time. And um, she, was, she was missing an artist. At, and I, was, I just graduated from college in psychology, and I was going to go get my master's in school psychology and got a part-time job working at the library and stayed there for 35 years, so. Well, you're, you're not a job hopper. <laughs> no, I'm not a job <laughs> I, I, I'm such an advocate for the library, and I will say it is one of the most changing places that, it, you know, keeping up ahead of the times, actually. The library was always ahead of everyone and everything, so it was never the same. And, and I, I worked in every, every branch, all in all eleven branches, and um, was ended up with marketing and community relations coordinator, but in programming. But just um, it, it, so that's a story. My husband Steve was an architect. I, I met him when I first moved to um, to Baltimore. So um, and then we moved to Bel Air in the, in the eighties, early eighties. Well, and hats off to the library. I mean, I'm not, I'm not just not kissing up because. The library is the sponsor of this show. I mean, it just amazes me every time whether the library's events, their program, the service at their branches, what they've done with the digital uh, um, digital content, um, what they do for the community. Uh, so, um, thank you for uh, obviously a, a very big role you had in help building that. Um, uh, throughout your career there, and tell us about uh, Bel Air. Uh, it, it it is a town, and there's the town of Bel Air, and there's Greater Bel Air. Yes. Tell us a little bit about oh, the form of government. Oh, I love talking government. about that. You're you're right. You're right. The town of Bel Air is three mile radius, and and has um, ten thousand people, and Greater Bel Air is a five mile radius and has a hundred and thirty thousand people. So so. 
it's half the size of the county. And so the town of Bel Air, our, our police and our public works and everybody who works there actually serves the 130,000 people. And if you try to go to a restaurant on a Friday night, you'll, you'll know that. <laughs> there, are, there are lines at every single restaurant. Everything's packed. Main Street is getting busier and busier. And which which we love, um, so you know one of the favorite places now is the farmers market, and um, I recently went to the Susquehanna Symphony Orchestra, and they had a con, uh, con composer that had written the first symphony that symphony that they played. He's from Europe, and he said going to the farmers market on Saturday morning, and then walking down Main Street with Sunny Day Cafe and people eating breakfast out on the streets under the umbrellas and all, is the closest to any of the towns in Europe he's ever been. And how friendly the people were, and he stopped and talked to everyone. So uh, it, it's it's changed a lot. I, there's a lot of people who said I haven't been in Bel Air in in four or five years, and and I keep saying come. Come on down. You're you're gonna love it. So. Uh, it, it really is, and, and it's uh, the farmer market is farmers market is great. Uh, tell us about uh, the government of Bel Air and the different um, uh, the different constituencies, whether it's uh, economic development, the police force, public works, planning. Oh um, yeah, we, we we do. We have a. Um, a a public works department and economic development and um, finance there's finance and the and it's one thing that's really interesting the department heads of all these departments have um, have one master's degree and at least two master's degrees so they're they're all extremely skilled in, in what they do and then we have a town administrator Jesse Bain who um, Jesse is basically the one that's in charge of the town, and the commission. We have five commissioners, and the commissioners choose the mayor, and they more of are like a legislative council. We we vote on the on the funding and vote on the budget and and the different laws and the codes that that come through. So that's how we work the town. And that is you, Rob Preston, Brendan Hopkins, Phil Einhorn, and Pat Richards. Yes. Uh huh. Okay. Mm -hmm. By the way. Craig, who we're going to get to you in a minute, Mr. Ward, uh, this is his third time on the show, and he just pulled into a tie with Jesse Bain and Barry Glassman and Amber Schrobes. That's, uh, <laughs> it's sort of like how many times did Tom Hanks face SNL? <laughs> wow, I'm sitting here with a superstar now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, you, you joined the ranks of the elite, Craig. Um, and the things going on in Bel Air, just... It's it's really it's just really something. Talk us about talk to us about. I mean, we're going to cover uh, the barbecue bash. But what 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 do you uh, weigh in on the barbecue bash? What it means to the town? What it means as far as uh, you know, how, being able to manage it. But you know, what what a great event it is, etc. Well, it, it's um it's a wonderful event because it brings people to Bel Air from outside the county and the region. Um, I, I talked to, to our economic development um, director and asked her if she had talked to Craig about the, the attendance, and the estimated attendance is somewhere around 20,000. Is that right, Craig? It, it's, it's sort of a guess, but we think it's actually higher, mm -hmm. closer to 30,000. Well, so, so that equates to a significant exposure of the town, you know, a marketing opportunity that, that's unbelievable. Um, 
they, they come specifically, of course, for the barbecue bash. And actually, one year when I was reading the, the website for the barbecue bash or on Facebook, people were writing in and they were saying, I'm from Virginia. Where do, I, where do I spend the night? Where else can I go to dinner? You know, I'm going to stay two nights. What do I do? So, so of course, they're coming there. And they, they walk around town, um, the historic downtown area, and they peek into our shops and restaurants. So we have a high suspicion that when the barbecue bash is over and they, they leave, they come back later on and bring their families and friends back to the town to experience some more of it. So, now, um, One thing on the attendance that, that we find really interesting, uh, uh, we use Google Analytics on the website, so we see where people are from when uh -huh. they're clicking on the site. And we cover, it's about a 150-mile radius huh. where people come. The event. I, I believe that. I, you know, it's, it's amazing. Even when you walk around the event, people will stop and ask you something about the town and they'll say, I'm from here, or I'm mm -hmm. from there. So, uh, Amazing. And we're going to talk uh, in a bit to Craig. I, 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 we just want to understand the logistical feat that this, that this is um, um, because it's, it's amazing. We have the farm fair going on now. It's the same thing with uh, uh, that community. The, the number of volunteers and the things that they have to go right um, it's just we're really th uh, we're really thankful for that so much time and thousands of volunteer hours but talk to us Susan about some of the other things um, in Bel Air we have looked to look forward to we have the summer concert series which I love which is uh, um, my favorite price which is free <laughs> Yeah, and, and you know, um, the, yeah, the summer concert series are at 7 p.m. on Sundays and Wednesdays in Shamrock Park, and they'll be going through August 13th. And before I came on, I, I thought I'd check and see who's coming up because, I, you know, I, I don't think people realize the crowds are getting larger and larger, and they come and they bring their, their lawn chairs, and it's become a, a family tradition. Um, they bring a picnic, and they sit out there in Shamrock Park, and for example, and there's such a variety, on August 2nd, we're having Regents of Jazz, and then on August 6th, Tom McAvoy and the Great Whatever, and August 9th is Annapolis Bluegrass Coalition, and then our final concert will be on August 13th, the Philadelphia Freedom Chorus. So it's, so it's a variety, and, it, and it's kind of nice... You can hear it in the neighborhoods, like my from my backyard. I can go out on my deck and actually enjoy the concert from my house too, and it, and it's beautiful music. So um, now, did you just? I want to get this straight. Did you forget the second half of Tom McAvoy's band's name, or uh, is it really uh, called whatever? It, it is. Oh, okay. Great I thought you were winging it there for <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and the who and the guess who. who and the <laughs> um, that's great. Um, I'm definitely going to make at least two of them yeah and we have the um the outdoor movies the, the family movies we have um two more those left august 18th and the 25th and those are going to be the lego batman movie and finding dory and i i will say that those movies are, are for for children there's grandparents and children and families there but one of the best ones was i think it was last year we had frozen that that movie right. And the whole park was filled with these children's voices singing "Let It Go," and it, it was just—it kind of gave you chills. But but um, so they're they're fun. They have snowballs and, and and snacks and some food carts 
um, you know, food wagons around the area. So that's another great big family community event going on. And, and they are also free. We like to do free. Yes, that's, that's right, Craig. They are. They are. I like that. Um, and by the way, Frozen trivia is your boss's and her husband's both favorite movie. Is it? <laughs> Thanks Mrs. for that tip, Bob. Ms. Hassler. Um, she could name every Disney princess and uh, her, the bio of every Disney princess. Oh, she, she, she spends half her year in Disney World. She only, <laughs> you only thinks she's going to library conventions. <laughs> she's actually going to Disney World. The Spider-Man <laughs> ride. And the Bel Air Market. Um, first of all, it's B-E-L-L-E-A-I-R-E, -E, which is what beautiful... Beautiful air. Beautiful yeah. air. And that's a historic spelling, I believe, yes, when the yes. town was first founded. Oh, okay. And Craig probably, Craig, do you know more about that than, than I do? Yeah, it's, it's basically an arts and crafts consignment kind of market. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, 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 I don't know the dates of it on, on Sunday. Um, Sunday, August 20th will okay. be the, the last one. Right, and it's right, set up right around the courthouse mm -hmm. there on mm -hmm. Office Street and wraps around onto to Main Street. And it's it's really fun. It it, it's, it it reminds you of a European outdoor market too. Right. Yeah. And the Hartford County Scenes Art Show. At, at the, the Hartford Artist Gallery, which is right behind the, the Bel Air Armory. That's in those uh, spaces, right? Yes. That, yes. Um, and and the Artist Gallery used to be in the Yellow House on Rockfield land. Um, now that the Hartford Artist Gallery has moved from that there over here, and they're doing doing a tremendous. Um, amount they're selling a lot more paying people are you know walking by and, and buying some things but it's a wonderful gallery and they always have um special art shows going on a so. great place to get your christmas gift yes yes ah. it is <laughs> and all all these things that are making bel-air more and more of a destination it's just it is great to see uh and we talked about the farmer's market uh and the armory um certainly as we see more and more being done in the armory that is a really um, a great thing for, for everybody. Yeah, one, one night I had an evening, I had a meeting there in the Armory with the, the Cultural Arts Commission. And when I came out, I said it was, it was such a great feeling. There was a group of, of students that had come over from the schools that were practicing um, a couple bands up on the stage. There was another group playing basketball in one of the corners. There was a man in the kitchen cooking peanut brittle that um, he, he had rented at least the, the kitchen to use. Um, and coming in was a Zumba class on that floor. And then there were a couple meetings upstairs. So uh, it, it's truly a community, act, you know, active community place right now. Yeah, Cheryl Coulter took over the management of that facility mm -hmm. about six months ago, and she is just just hitting it out of the park. She's she doing is. A great job. She loves her job. You can tell she yeah. loves her job. Excellent. Well, we've had excellent experiences at Slate Ridge Entertainment, um, two sold-out shows, and it ended up being a great room. Um, and um, we like to think it was one of the highlights of the entertainment calendar in, mm -hmm. in, the, in, in town and in the county um, whenever we did it. Um, Craig. Ward. Yes, sir. Uh, president of the Bel Air Downtown Alliance uh, at the beginning, 01 to 06, and then uh, just when you thought they were out, they pulled you back in. And uh, in 2014 to the present, you're one of the founders of the Maryland Barbecue Bash. Um, 
your senior advisor now to a company that your dad and you uh, that your dad built and you picked up the torch and that has been a pillar of uh, so much of uh, the progress in this this county Frederick Ward Associates yeah, now been located on Main Street since 1955 is that all only 62 <laughs> years <laughs> newbie yeah, <that's> <laughs> <laughs> and now uh, under the capable helmsmanship of Torrance Pierce that's correct He's doing a great job <laughs> you good man um, and I was going to embarrass you and go into all the things. Uh, yeah, I am going to embarrass you. Um, <laughs> not only all the state and, and local projects and community planning and uh, other development that you've advised on. Um, you've been involved in um, uh, land use and community master planning, task force, zoning and building code review and enforcement, adequate public facilities. Um, uh, solid waste management, economic development, sustainable where'd design. You, where'd you get all this stuff, Bob? I didn't send you. I, this, I, this is on your wall in your uh, in your house. It's a it's a big picture with you with a glowing halo behind your head. I think Terry put it up there. <laughs> um, uh, just at, you know, Main Street, Maryland, and you know, you really do. I, I mean. You, do, you really do give back an amazing amount, and it's always great to see folks in our county who really don't have a an agenda. Um, they really just do work hard and um, just give back so much. So um, thank you for all that. Uh, well, thank you, Bob. It's a, it's a great community. I'm, I'm happy to make a contribution. Um, now tell us about... Um, the first, tell us about the Bel Air Downtown Alliance. Okay. Um, we are a separate 501c3 um, uh, organization. We get a ton of assistance from the town. They provide us with office space and a lot of support in uh, all the events that we do. Um, but what we really are is an economic development organization, and our goal is to, is to support the businesses that are in the historic downtown area um, and to be, you know, we do that through direct, support of the of them and, and training sessions and things like that and help to coordinate um, different marketing efforts uh, and then we do uh, a lot of events the barbecue bash the movies the first Fridays the Bel Air market and and uh, and others um, so we're really trying to bring people from out of the area uh, and even from within the area just bring people downtown to have them support the uh, the, uh, the shops and uh, restaurants and other businesses. And um, you mentioned that Google Analytics, um, and I'm sure you do some other um, analysis uh, and, and check feedback on uh, the impact. Um, I can imagine it's substantial um, what it means uh, to uh, business owners and citizens and um, other, uh, other customers of these businesses. Yeah, we, I mean, we hear directly from the businesses of the support. Um, the Barbecue Bash, of course, is our biggest event, but uh, uh, one, that, one that we do not do, but the Armory itself, the, uh, the shops love it when there are events in the Armory that give somebody a reason to, yeah. to come for a specific event, but also um, uh, they can go out to dinner or go to the mm -hmm. shops before or after they're attending those events. So that's, that's a, a great benefit as well. Uh, the barbecue bash, fifteenth year, um, yeah, August 
August 11th, um, Friday, which is two weeks from today, from 4 to 10 p.m. It's uh, Saturday, August 12th, from noon to 10 p.m. Uh, first of all, how did it start? Um, really, it started when the Downtown Alliance was brand new. We were uh, we were trying to figure out what it was we were supposed to do. <laughs> and um, the first thing we did was, uh, um, was a health fair in the armory, and I was just brand new elected president, and I said, I didn't do this to do a health fair. And <laughs> so what can we do? And at that time is when uh, these barbecue contests were starting to be shown on cable television, the Food Network and all that. And I was a barbecue guy anyway. So uh, I went out and got certified as a judge. And I spent a year traveling the barbecue circuit, judging these different contests and talking to the organizers. And, and then I said, you know, I think we can do this. And so in 2002, we had our, our first one, and um, you know we thought we were going to attract about, I don't know, a couple thousand people. And at that time, it was located um, next to what is now Black Eyed Susie's in that parking lot, and we actually shut down Main Street. And um, I'll tell you, the restaurant owners and shop owners, they were very, very skeptical <laughs> about this event. And um, we thought we were going to attract a couple thousand people. But a few weeks before the event, we just started hearing this buzz and we ended up we guessed that we attracted about 10,000 people the first year wow. um, and the we didn't have near enough food vendors and everything like that so the restaurants were all packed and so <laughs> by the end of the weekend they loved us <laughs> so so anyway that, that's, that's how it started and it's just grown and grown uh, uh, from there and I'll tell you one just a quick little story that I've heard from so many people uh, it's it, really makes you feel good about the event is so many families have now made going to the barbecue bash a tradition and you know kids come who've moved out of the area will come and visit mom and dad during the event just so they can go there so uh, that's pretty cool and it's the the uh, courthouse parking lot where the um, farmers market is right and, and for parking we've got uh, uh, shuttle bus parking from John Carroll and Bel Air High Schools um, we've got some great headliner music. Uh, WXCY always sponsors our uh, our music, and uh, Sam Grow is playing on Friday night, and Russell Dickerson on Saturday. Um, and the uh, whole music lineup is is always that's one of the things that uh, you know I hear a lot of people talking about how uh, the music lineup lineup has really been brought up a notch over the last few years. Um, and um, I guess we have Mr. Bloom and XCY uh, to thank a little bit for that, or a lot for that. That's absolutely um, true. And there is other music um, uh, slots as well? Yeah, there's, there's live music during the entire event. Um, we also, we, this is the second year, uh, we've got a special event, and this is, this, most of the barbecue bash is free, but this is not. Uh, it's a VIP ticketed event uh, called Roll Out the Barrel, and that's um, uh, sponsored by Spartan Surfaces. And that's a $75 ticket, and that's Friday, and it's a, uh, a bourbon tasting and cigars and food by 111 Main. Um, Sold. <laughs> it's, it's a, it was very successful last year, so uh, that's going to be on the patio of the uh, Mary Risto Courthouse. And, and we have uh, Kevin Jablon and his team at Spartan Services to thank. They right. did a great job building out the old Aegis building and have uh, become a great corporate citizen and 
contribute to the town. How long have they been open um, there? For, is it three years now? Is it three, I think. Uh, I don't think it's quite three. I, I think I think it's about two. But okay. Uh, but then, of course, we've got our two two barbecue contests. We've got the tailgate challenge. Um, that uh, we have a new sponsor for that, Amrine Foods have really jumped in, and that's on Friday. We've got 50 teams in that, and then 50 teams in the Maryland State Championship Contest, which is on Saturday. How do you manage 100 teams? How do you manage their their enrollment, the information going to them, the actual logistics of, of judging and se setting them up and judging them? Do you have to? Do you taste all 50, all 100? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we would have had no, to widen we, the door for you. If that was the no, there's there's a whole judging process that the Kansas City Barbecue Society has set up, and we're we're uh, sanctioned by them. Um, basically, we have tables of six judges, and each judge will sample six samples of each category. And uh, the really the judging process is so that you can compare. Um, the judging results from one table to the next and that it's a fair process and that we do have people um, to come in and manage that um, um, from that are sanctioned operators or, or um, uh, managers from the Kansas City Barbecue Society and then all the judges that judge are all certified judges as well and they come from all over the place to do these judges but we need um, for 50 teams we need about 75 judges so, wow. Oh, it's, it's quite a process. The, the whole event, I mean, we're essentially building a city on one day and two days later tearing it all down. And we have 200 volunteers and, and all these teams. It's, if you want to um, lose some weight, come out on Friday morning when we're setting this thing up. And uh, <laughs> there's a lot of running around going on. To gain and, and, it right back again. And they have, you're right about the volunteers. They have excellent volunteer training. They actually set up certain times and days and, and give them the full training so everybody's on the same page and all. So, wow. so organized. <laughs> hey, I, my hat, hats, hats are off. I got to talking to Amy O'Neill and Amy McCluskey uh, last week about the volunteers that they have to manage for the farm fair. And what, what you folks have to do, I mean, first of all, we have the volunteers who give thousands of hours. Um, whether it's it's hot or it's humid or in, uh, et cetera, but I can imagine managing them is uh, you know is quite a, man a management feat in and of itself. Yeah, and just so uh, just so I don't forget, I do want to mention our two top sponsors: uh, Visit Harford and Jones Junction are our two main sponsors this year. And all of this information about the event and tickets to Raw at the Barrel and all that you can get on our website, which is downtownbelair.com. Downtownbelair.com. And so you don't have to register. You could just uh, show up for the um, for the barbecue bash. Oh, yeah, yeah. The event okay. is free and just come one, come all. So it's about time Jones Junction stepped up and did something. <laughs> I just want, I want to recognize Mary Chance and the team at Jones Junction. It seems like every time you turn around, they're doing something for some for some great cause, some community effort in this town, and they deserve some uh, special recognition. Um, really, really a great thanks yes, to, they to, do. That, they're good to, people. to that team. And um, as far as um, the... Um, 
What, what if it's raining? What do you do if it's raining? If the stage is covered? We get wet. Hmm? <laughs> um, we've only had to actually shut the event down uh, in our 15 years. We had to shut it down early one time. That was it. So um, uh, we've been very fortunate there. We have, we have not been as fortunate with the heat. Last year it was crazy hot, and we've had three or four years where it's really been hot. So we're we're hoping for about 82 degrees and <laughs> slightly cloudy. This that's that's perfect. Well, I just checked the Farmer's Almanac. It's going to be 76 and 50% humidity uh, both days. We'll, we'll take that's that. Not bad. Yeah, we'll take that. <laughs> but if it's raining, come out anyway because it's still fun. Don't not show up. Um, and uh, okay, so we can't wait for that. August 11th and 12th, the barbecue bash. And um, thank you folks for doing it. It's a great time. Oh, you um, know, real quickly, it's something else about the barbecue bash I found out that people are doing. They're also having parties at, at home, and they're sending someone to buy, like, cases almost <laughs> of racks of ribs and stuff. That's a, that's a really big popular thing. Also, like, you might go Friday night and, and stay there and listen to the music, and then Saturday they go and bring it home. So all over... Bel Air, especially in backyards, they're they're eating eating ribs and barbecue. Well, we hear from our, our food vendors. Uh, they said we love coming to Bel Air because you guys come here to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like their uh, concession rent should be raised. <laughs> We've raised it a couple times. Over the years. <laughs> I love the one place that has those turkey drumsticks that are like. Fred Flintstone yeah. or Henry VIII-sized. <laughs> My problem is I can never decide which stand I want to go to, so then I go to a bunch of different stands, and then you have to roll me out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that wonderful full feeling yes. that, that you never think about. <laughs> and then the funnel cakes are just extra special after, oh. after barbecue. I never have room for funnel cake after the barbecue. I could, uh, powdered sugar, I, if you told me I had to live on powdered sugar, and deep fried goodness like funnel cake <laughs> i'd be fine with that um and by the way uh susan thank you for the sidewalks initiative because uh, oh. i trip a lot <laughs> <laughs> for the folks who don't know the town's just committed some money to uh, evening out a lot of tripping spots either because the sidewalk slab has raised from a, a tree root or whatever the case may be. Oh, you're so. right. Yeah, our public works have gone out and, and, and identified all the spots and found the areas of town where they're the, the largest number and starting with those, but the goal is to, to take care of all of those. So. And um, before we go to break, um, and, uh, just a thank you to the Barbecue Bash folks, the Farm Fair folks, the Wine Festival folks, the Ripken, the Lido's Field folks, uh, the Avid Grace Opera House folks, it is just great to see that these things, these investments being made in our community and uh, bringing activity and enrichment to our lives. So uh, it ain't easy, uh, I'm sure, but uh, thanks, special thanks for uh, all the folks that make those things happen. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll cover some great events coming up at the library. Then we'll go over the edge where we look at some news from outside Harford County and do some thingamabobs.
Help your child build a better world with Harford County Public Library's Summer Reading Challenge. Studies show that children who participate in public library summer reading programs score higher on reading achievement tests at the beginning of the new school year. Experience less summer reading loss and begin the new school year with more confidence. The Hartford County Public Library Summer Reading Program, designed from children from birth through high school, will ignite your child's imagination and inspire a lifetime love of reading. Register now at hcplonline.org or any Hartford County Public Library branch. Each registered reader will receive a commemorative tote bag filled with summer reading challenge sponsors information and coupons. Upon completion of the summer reading program, all children will receive a certificate of completion and a special gift plus a ticket voucher for an Aberdeen Ironbirds game on August 8th or 24th. For more information and to check out all the special events happening at your library throughout the summer, go to hcplonline.org or pick up a copy of the headlines and happening at any of the library's 13 branches. Help your child build a better world with Harford County Public Library's Summer Reading Challenge. You're listening to 970 WAMD Aberdeen, and this is the Harford Edge. I'm co-host Jennifer Button from the Harford County Public Library, and that is Bob Mumby. Jennifer. Yes, Bob. Uh, a few things. Uh, first of all, tell us what's going on at the library, and we want to tie that in with what's going on for, for Kiss a Pig as well on the Barbecue Bash stage. Okay, perfect. Um, well, we have a couple of things coming up this weekend. Um, July 29th at Abingdon Library, um, which is tomorrow, we have Grace Callwood uh, and her We Can Serve movement. Um, so Grace is going to be talking about how um, the work that they're doing here in Harford County is helping to build a better world. Uh, registration is required for that event. It's for grades uh, K through 12. Again, tomorrow at Abingdon Library at 11 a.m. Uh, Monday, July 31st at Edgewood Library, we have Watermen presented by the National Aquarium for grades K through 5, and it's really a family event. Um, it's to talk about uh, the Chesapeake Bay through the experiences of a waterman. So costumes, artifacts, and personal stories um, are going to be talking about the loss of habitat and how that affects both animals and people. On Wednesday, August the 2nd, at Whiteford Library, we have one of our uh, really popular events. It's Pause and Read for grades K through 5. So we have doggy volunteers and our students read a book uh, during a one-on-one -on -one session uh, with a well-trained therapy pet from Pets on Wheels. So um, that's been super popular. The kids love reading to the dogs and we've added a couple of um, additional doggy volunteers to the roster. Uh, you do have to register at Whiteford. Uh, but you can find all of this information on the Harford County Public Library website and through our found, uh, I'm sorry, through our Facebook page as well. Um, and then one of the uh, big events that we have, it's our last fundraising event for Kiss a Pig uh, through our team at Harford County Public Library. On Friday, August the 4th, we are hosting Basket Bingo at the American Legion in Aberdeen. Doors open at 6, bingo starts at 7. Tickets are $20 in advance or $25 at the door. And if you purchase uh, eight, a table of eight in advance, we will give you a free raffle ticket uh, to put in any one of the raffle items that you'd like. Um, we have some really good items coming in. So far we have uh, um, a grilling basket that's it's pretty large. That'll be a raffle item. We have one of our pig casos painted by a pig. 
um, at the Sui's Legacy um, Pig Sanctuary. Oh, you're such a ham. I am. Ha! <laughs> Cute dog. <laughs> um, so that is that is our last big fundraiser for Kiss a Pig, and we're hoping that everyone everyone can come out to support the library in our fundraising efforts. Tickets are on sale now. You can find information on the library's Facebook page, or you can send me an email to ask for tickets at button at hcplonline.org. And uh, we'll be wrapping up uh, our fundraising activities at the Bel Air Barbecue Bash, where we're hoping that our CEO, Mary Hassler, will get to kiss a pig. Right, and I forgot to mention the actual pig, pig kissing is going on the Friday of the Barbecue Bash. That's August the 11th at 7.30 on the main stage. And you will get to see folks like Mary Hassler and Sheriff Jeff Galler uh, and other luminaries um, kissing a cute little piggy with diapers on. Um, <laughs> last year's piggy was Piggy Smalls, I think Paul Majewski <laughs> named him. Um, and that is for the Boys and Girls Club, uh, which is one of the most important community efforts I've ever been involved in, and difference-making. And by the way, thank you to Town of Bel Air, Susan. I know you folks are big supporters of the Boys Club and its mission um, in a lot of different ways. Um, and uh, frankly, um, you became sort of a, a rock star when you came to visit the Bel Air Boys and Girls Club I, uh, I, a few months ago, didn't you? I did. I, I, I walked in, and, and um, I think Andy Harris was going to be the, the guest that, that day also. And, and so we were waiting for him to come in, and a little girl came up to me and said, I had a um, name pat badge on it said mayor town of bel-air and she said she said are you the mayor and i said yes and she goes and you're a girl and she said you're like me and she called all the girls that I had this huge crowd of girls around and they're going you're a mayor she's a girl and, she, and she went, they said can we have your picture can we have your signature so i i uh, gave them my business card and signed it on the back and they said i'm going to take this home to my mother i think i'd like to be a mayor so oh, and, and andy's over there yeah. i'm a congressman <laughs> i know <laughs> <laughs> We're still going to have that thing, uh, that workshop where you're going to speak to the girls. That uh, uh, we just have to. Oh, uh, they they yeah. are such wonderful. I, taking a tour of that place, they are they are the nicest group. It's such a diverse group of kids, and and they stand up for each other, and, and they're so optimistic. And and it's a, if if you just want to be uplifted, visit the Boys and Girls Club. Really. Yeah, it's uh, our Smart Girls program and our Passport to Manhood. Um, program really just teaches a lot of uh, you know uh, respect and uh, and and leadership, which transformed these kids more than anything is uh, uh, showing them how to be leaders and examples um, because that that they take notice of. So thanks again. Um, quick thing for um, a little. Uh, wisdom and personal growth for all of us we like to ask our guests what would you tell your 21 year old self what do you know now you wish you know then um <laughs> we'll let craig go first. Okay, i'll go for it i'm, I'm going to turn this a little bit that when i was 21 um i took everything i owned and threw it in the back of my pickup truck and drove to california and lived out there for a while and um i would tell myself wow. yes go ahead and do that uh, it was a great time huh. um I've got lifelong friends from the time I spent out there. Gosh. That's great. 
That's great. Yeah, I wish I did that. Thanks, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wish I had done that, that's too. That's great I advice. Quite have the to do. Susan, what about you? I, I would say um, I would have told myself that people truly are a lot more alike than they are different. Um, I, I was an introvert. I didn't like going to parties. I, I didn't think I had anything to say to talk to people. I didn't like public speaking, and I found out we are all the same, and it's the ones who do the public speaking and the talking are the ones that found out that that no one no one wants to do that, and, and, and people are kind, and if you make mistakes, they, it makes them even feel more warm up to you, so. Excellent. Well, good. We could add that. We're going to write a book. Yes. Uh, about that, and uh, we'll credit everyone, but you're not getting any of the royalties. <laughs> okay, we have a minute left. We're going to end with some silly things. We, we like to do our favorite tweets. Some people just are hilarious with their very unassuming uh, tweets, so we have a few of them, um, with no introduction for each one. I'm sick and tired of having to go to two different huts to buy my pizza and sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have apples in it? No. What about pine? No pine either. Perfect. We'll call it a pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> Me. Let's pick something on Netflix. Years pass. Decades pass. Cities rise and fall. Bono finally dies. Me. Wait. Go back to documentaries. <laughs> I love that one. I hate when I'm on the treadmill for a half hour and look down and see it's been four minutes. <laughs> and finally, on health. Don't we have Healthy Hartford coming in a few weeks or next week? Uh, we've had to reschedule, but she's okay. on schedule, yes. I like this one. I guess I prefer Subway because they make me feel like I'm making a healthy decision when I order a loaf of bread with 18 meatballs on it. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, a little absurd, I like to return this pack of gum. They take off. They taste awful. Sir, those are Band-Aids. Oh, I'd like to return these Band-Aids. Someone ate some. <laughs> we have for the Hartford Edge. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next week.